0: of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express it is episode number five three seven two nine eight six three alpha beta Tryon on uh, seven four three nine two epsilon epsilon yes beta i had my microphone on the wrong side of me not, i noticed not that i, I was it.
1: wondering what was going on with that not where i like it i might be a little bit hot too I think maybe a little, little bit, a little bit. How's levels, it? levels, levels, levels. Your levels look really pretty. So easy. Mikey Smith said he wants us to turn it up a little bit. He says when he's cruising down the expressway with the windows open, uh, hauling, you know, hauling arches from J and K down the highway, he has a hard time hearing us. Well, there you go, Mikey. So we, we we're coming in hot. He's uh, Adam. Pilkins. I might, be, a l- Phil we, I might, I might be,
0: we might be a little bit hot right there. There you, I th- That's better. I, I think that's check. Check one. Check. Yeah, that's better. That's better. That's
1: good. So what's uh what's new or exciting, Adam?
0: So I found out about something disturbing. Go on. Um, there is a term for something. Um, but first, if you'd like to email us, yes, PA Podcast Express at gmail.com. That's P N Okay. Podcast express at gmail.com or pineapple nipple at gmail.com. That's the third no, method. No phonetics for you this week. No, no phonetics. No, no
1: phonetics. We So after 80 some episodes, we can take the training wheels off, we figure. I mean, yeah. pineapple nipple at gmail.com is kind of the phonetics of the whole thing, but we'll be okay. Did we receive any emails lately?
0: Uh, I don't know. It's been a busy, busy We've week. Busy.
1: We've both been busy as a mother. So I don't know. I guess. I wish I could turn broadcasting into my full-time gig. I spent the whole weekend doing the, being the PA PA announcer for a softball tournament in Minden City, so that was good. Other than I got supremely drunk on Saturday, it was fun though. I get to sit up in the booth. This year there was actually some women joined me up, up in the booth, which is really? weird. Yeah,
0: like as as announcers?
1: No, not really as announcers. Just as uh, sitting there chilling. A lot of people decided the booth uh, last year. Everybody didn't really think they could come up and see me in the booth, I guess, so only a few limited people did. Mikey Smith came up there Saturday, though, and spent the day with me, which I appreciate. L.J. Mason, he was up there. But yeah, some women came up, and uh, Lauren, J.B.'s girlfriend, was up there for most of the night on Saturday watching the action with me, and she sat on the ledge, so very distracting, as I'm trying to call a game, as she's sitting in my point of view at all times, pretty much.
0: Yeah, much better off if you'd have had uh, J.B. sitting there. Yeah. You wouldn't have been distracted anyway. No, not
1: and I gave Jason McConaughey the microphone for a little bit, which was hilarious for about two games, although the number one text I received from eight different people was shut his mic off, please. He was well, just harassing people real time as they were trying to play softball. It was beautiful.
0: <laughs> so uh, this this disturbing thing I've discovered. Go on, yeah. Uh, UrbanDictionary.com urbandictionary dot com is a just a a hellhole of a rabbit hole to go down,
1: and they're one of our resources we've used. We used them to look up our names last ep- a couple episodes ago.
0: Yeah, so uh, you should look up the term docking.
1: Oh, I know what docking is. That's when uh, an uncircumcised penis meets a circumcised penis, and they uh, jam the head of the uncircumcised into the circum or the j- head of the, the circumcised force, yeah. into the yes. foreskin of the uncircumcised. Docking, yes, yes. It's, it's disturbing. But I was unaware. It took me years to wrap my head around it, but I, I found out about this phenomenon about uh, probably about two years ago. Yeah. So now I use it all I'm, the time. Whenever anybody puts two fingers together at work <clears> for something, I'm like, what are you, docking?
0: Yeah. See, I was unaware of that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so now I have that in my um, verbose artillery. The
1: lexicon of things? Yeah, so It's in your zeitgeist now? I was better
0: off not having that there. Right. Um, but, yeah. So, that, I, I learned that this week. Did hey. you learn anything this week?
1: Oh, jeez. I, I you know, I didn't learn anything. I haven't learned anything this week. Huh. And I'm, uh, you know, I was feeling pretty down over the week, and I didn't have the kids for a couple of days last week. Oddly, my ex, so I go to the Tigers game last Wednesday night with my buddy from college. And get this, here's a great story, too. So, I go to the Tigers game to try to see Miggy hit his 500th home run. Uh, I inadvertently tripped into watching Sohai Otani, like, pitch eight innings of one hit or one run ball and hit his 40th home run. Yeah. So I got to see that. So I saw an epic performance. And, of course, Miggy hits one in the ninth inning to the warning track three feet shy of the wall for his 500th, and the place just went absolutely apeshit nuts. Uh, but he didn't quite do it. But I'm sitting there with my buddy uh, bandit Bandit, Brian Malik from college. He's in from Seattle. Um, he works for Boeing, or used to, just like uh, just like I did. I kind of helped him uh, get the job out there, uh, introduced him to his wife and everything too. Um, we're sitting at the game, and this couple sits beside us. And this this woman's pretty; she's attractive, and she's sitting kind of like beside me. And she, of course, strikes up a conversation because fuck, I I don't people wear me out. I don't strike up random conversations anymore right. because because you get gems like this. <clears throat> she looks over at us. She's like, "Oh, are you guys a couple?" And I'm like, I, I'm not offended right now, but that's uh, that's how we live this day and age. Like, that's pretty brash. Oh, are you guys a couple? We're like, no, we're just friends from college. I mean, he wasn't offended either because he lives in Seattle, so obviously, well, yeah, there's, there's gay, you know, gay people everywhere out there, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I had tons of gay friends when I was out there, but for her to look over and just say, "Are you guys a couple?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm I'm the power bottom. I didn't say that, but I should have. <laughs> you definitely should. The picture said that. Malik, he's like. Five, seven, five, eight, maybe 140, 150 pounds, and I'm a big old bear, you know. So,
0: <laughs> you should have, uh, you should have just been like, "No, he scares me." <laughs> no,
1: I'm, I'm frightened of him. Yeah, he scares me. I'm so clumsy. <laughs> I, I fell down the stairs again. Oh. <laughs> I'm not making light of domestic abuse, but I'm just saying you were. Yeah, yeah but that's of all right. We've, we've made. So fun she of just looks like, "Are you guys sense. a couple?" And I'm like. No, but I actually said no, but thanks for asking. We're just good friends. You should have said no. Are you guys swingers? That's right. Ellie, you want some of this? Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure. My favorite bridge is the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> sure do like the Eiffel Tower. That's right. You can <laughs> high five in the middle.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, so that's what happened. So that was my Wednesday. Then Thursday, I picked up the kids. Oh, my ex-wife texted me while I'm at the fucking game. Hey, could you take the kids, uh, pick them up uh, Thursday and Friday and bring them back Saturday when you've got the appointment for their, we're getting their we, we were getting their uh, passports renewed. So we had to deal with the post office which is a whole other story anyway. Um, of course I'm sitting there and I'm like sure, you know I never whenever she's ever asked me to, to have the kids or you know at my place I've never said no because I, I love my time with them. I'm never, I, I will cancel all my plans. I'll tell everybody no or work around it. So it was just odd. So that was my Thursday. We had a good, I picked them up Thursday after work. We had a good Thursday. And then Friday, we went out to Forster Park. And my mom, of course, was happy to see them and blah, blah, blah. Well, then Saturday, I get up. And I swore that she told me the appointment was at 1030. And uh, she texted me at like 25 after 9. Are you guys almost here? And I'm like, I just got out of the shower. I was getting dressed. I'm like, um, yeah, we're going to leave in like 20, 30 minutes. She's like, uh, you do know the appointment's at 930. Then, of course, she texted me that. Then the phone rings. And she's in just mid bitch sesh to me, and I'm just like, I just, I'm like, well, we're leaving right now. We'll see you in a bit, and hung up.
0: <laughs> well, that's sometimes the only way you can handle, dude. That we're going to celebrate in,
1: in three weeks. Here, it'll be six years since our divorce been finalized. She has, she lost the right to bitch at me. I feel like,
0: yeah, that has. We, we, that we were ship married for nine sailed. and
1: a half years, and we've been divorced for six. I mean, yeah, she has no right. Go bitch at your boyfriend if you want to bitch at somebody. He's an asshole anyway. Well, she probably doesn't want to ruin that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, I needed the, oh, shit. That would have been a better one right there. But, um, yeah. So so that was my <laughs> my Saturday. Oh, shit! So then I get back and I head up to that softball tournament in Minden City, which was great. Other than I'm in the booth and I'm just drinking, just hammering beers all fucking day. And I finally get out of there. I, the first game started at 1, and we get done about 11.30, and uh, I come back here to the tavern, and I'm just fucking loaded. I wake up Sunday, and I'm feeling like shit. First game's at 11. I text them, and I'm like, I'm not going to be there till about 12.30. <laughs> so I shows up at 12.45. <laughs> and the second game had already started, so I hop in the booth like nothing's wrong. Because I would corrected myself by then, you know. Right. Pounded a Gatorade, uh, a regiment of both aspirin, and then a half hour later, ibuprofen. Yes. And, uh, As one does. Right. And so I did the day there, and... Uh, the tournament unceremoniously finished at about 5 o'clock. I thought we'd go till about 7 or 8. And then I headed to the establishment in Minden there to have beers with a couple friends. And uh, came back to Deckerville and snagged a couple beers with some food. Because I needed food I hadn't eaten all day. And I'm prepared for just the worst today. I, I was I was home by 10 last night, though. and uh, Last night being Sunday night. Because uh, this will be Tuesday. This episode will be released. Yes. And... Uh, I woke up today this morning feeling strangely fine i don't know I, either either i hit the, I, I either I drank enough and did enough damage to my body to hit the factory reset or you know or it's just experience that happens at times and
0: sometimes i've been pretty yeah. you know done some pretty awful things to myself, and then that next day i'm like i'm all prepared for the yeah. worst thing that could happen and I mean I was at Who work. Doesn't?
1: I was at work at 7:45 this morning and I was oddly productive and I went home and did some shit and now here we are. Huh. I mean, yeah. Who knows. Uh, but anyway, broadcasting. I've got a busy week doing the PA stuff all weekend and then today podcast and then podcast tomorrow night we're going to join Eric and the uh, old guys rocking crew to finish up the Tuscola Palooza shit. And then Thursday and Friday I've got to do games for Thumb Tailgater and Saturday morning I've got Sports Line, so Dang. Jesus, It's almost like, a, almost like it's my job.
0: And uh, your net income from all of that? Zero dollars. Oh.
1: I'll be in the hole because I got a spring for chicken nuggets on the quick trip. So it's <laughs> not a job. No. Not even a Yeah. Self-inflicted. It is. Learn how to say no, Phil. Very self-inflicted. Yes. I, I, I'm aware of this, and people have pointed this out to me. They're like, you could just say No. And you do, but, know,
0: you do know that in the broadcasting world, any games that happen before school actually starts, yeah. nobody gives a shit.
1: Oh, nobody gives a shit about any of them before about October anyway, I feel
0: like. Uh, I think football, they do. Yeah. But it, school has to start for the hype to start.
1: Right, right. But <sighs> to be fair, I approach, I approach broadcasting like I approach interviews and like I approach time with my kids. I don't ever turn any down because all experience is good experience. That is true. You learn, you get better. I mean, I can tell you with 100% certainty, I am markedly better, like by leaps and bounds, than I was, say, three, four, five years ago, or even six years ago when I first started out. How much has the podcast set you back in your broadcasting abilities? Oh, light years. You don't even know. You don't even know. Phil used to be so good. Now, eh. Yeah. Eddie mentioned that. He's like, you were a lot... Like, I... I, Oh, I missed the School of Rock on Saturday night, too. And Eddie was a little upset. And I said, you can come up to Minden. And he's like, with all those drunken swearing people, no way. And I'm like, dude, we could do it in the booth from up here. He's like, no. He's like, I'm just going to do it on my own. And I'm like, I'm I'm sorry. So so I'm even missing gigs that I... That's what he said. He said, all your shits, man, you're not... I mean, the School of Rock is what put you on the map. It didn't, but we'll say it did. Well...
0: If your map includes the limited area of uh, broadcast
1: coverage for right. said station. For a 4,000-watt station. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked it even more. Like, when we worked up at the other, the 50,000-watt torch up north in Bad Ax, like, you could reach, you reached half the mitten with that candle, but this, this little guy reaches, it reaches, it reaches the dirty parts of the thumb. That's about it. Yeah. The, the parts that need a mud flap. <laughs>
0: Well, I and maybe not even that. That's true. Really really from uh from Dairy Queen and their queso sauce to uh, Schneeburgers in Gas City.
1: So, oh, that's the that's a highlight I've got to tell you. So over the weekend four or five different times I gave the weather over the PA as John McMurray and people loved it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I did my John McMurray impression and people just a couple of people lost their shit the one time I did it. Perfect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's good stuff.
1: Yeah. I was pulling out all the random stuff. I'm like, you know well, what? Yeah. Keep it entertaining. And it was good. It was. I mean, I might get invited back next year. Who knows? No, uh, or not. But yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: no, right. you probably will. This isn't your first time doing that, is it? No,
1: this is my second year doing it. The first year they absolutely loved it, and uh, they, they, what the, it was wonderful because the team that won the tournament put a, a post up there at Cruise 102's uh, website. You know, their Thumbnet.net, mm-hmm. and uh, they put. Uh, WTGV or 97.7's own School of Rock host Phil Nickel did the PA announcing and it was on their website for a rival <laughs> nice. radio station. I nice. sent it to Eddie. I sent it to Eddie and you know what fucking Eddie said? Co host.
0: God, what a whine-ass. Like, what
1: a dick. Like, what a dick. Like, I'm trying, like, something good happens to me and all you can do is just fucking piss on it. Just co host. I'm like, I got your shit. I got your radio station mentioned on a rival radio station's fucking website. What have you done today, Fury? That's right. What have you done to promote besides do more fucking Schneebergers commercials?
0: (laughs) Hey, Bob, got anything I can do for you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I asked Eddie. I said, Eddie, when Bob's in the booth, do you give him any direction? Because he tends to give me direction, like, you know, motivations, what what I'm supposed to do. He's like, no, you just let Bob go because you're going to get the same thing every time. You're going to get a lot of pauses for
0: breaths. Yes. Don't try and mute them out. I think that's a good take. That's a wrap. Eddie. Your graph butt pole,
1: <laughs> Russ is back. So did I ever tell you, and I think I've said it on the podcast, but it warrants another story. So I went up there with my cousin, Mike. He wanted to buy a, a washing machine. And everybody here in the thumb is, you know, God bless them. They want to support local. And uh, he's like, we got to go to Schneebergers. I'm going to buy a washing machine. I'm like, well, can't we just fucking go to, like, you know, them?" there's a thing called the Internet. And you can just, like, dial it up, com, and they'll deliver it right to you and take the old one out. And you ain't got to do shit. He's like, no, come help me load it in the back of my truck. So anyway, so I hops in his truck, and we go up there. And we're tooling around Schneebergers, and fucking Russ is just just sacked out in a fucking chair in the back. <laughs> like, I, I stumbled, I ap- I stumbled upon him, and it, it scared the shit out of me to see this old little Jewish man passed out in a chair. I'm like, are you alive? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he woke up and said, that's $742 for that unit. And I'm like, he's alive. <laughs> Jewish bastard.
0: So the one time we went up there, I'm like, so do you have any white appliances? Well, all those there that look almond are white.
1: Because <laughs> they smoke in there. Uh-huh. They still smoke. Like, and they have carpet. They have everything. They have appliances. They have carpets. I think you can, get, you can buy goats and everything else. Oh, yeah. And and they just smoke like chimneys in there. It's like so this carpet you're putting in your house and it's gonna take like months before if you don't smoke before that smell's gonna be gone. You gotta shampoo Oh, I gotta shampoo my brand new carpet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, each new carpet comes with a gallon of auto band. <laughs> That's a good deal. It's what a else? Schneebergers
1: promise. <laughs> Shop at the local store. In Schneebergers, in Cat City. I swear to God, that's the only customer that fucking Bob cares about. That's very possible. Russ has been with us since 1947, and he was born in 22. There was Alexander Graham Bell
0: and Tesla and Russ. They were the three players in the game.
1: If you can imagine, they were. I mean, we're the big players. You know, there's a whole bunch of people listening. Just going, who the fuck is Russ? Yeah, sorry, sorry for those people who aren't local. But yeah, you know, we're trying to. You're right. We people. I mean, a little bit of research, though. So you could, you uh, can figure it out. You're killing your local brand. Your global brand. <laughs> we're killing our global brand, just like we're killing our brain cells with all those stupid commercials. Oh boy! So, in a little while.
0: We will be uh, partaking in, or Thursday, I mean, we'll be partaking in.
1: (laughs) Tune in uh, Thursday.
0: Tune in Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Chicken
1: nuggets all around. Uh, What part of the chicken did the nuggets come from?
0: All of them. All the parts all together. All of them. Lips and assholes. I put the chicken in the grinder, make a nugget.
1: (laughs) Just tossed all the whole chicken in there. Ten to the two.
0: Uh, you, you, you mind them feathers? Them feathers make a down pillow. You got it. So what else
1: has been going on? Oh, man. Ah. I, ah. I, I'm trying to evaluate some of my life choices right now. Don't. Just roll with it. You're right. It's, it's not been working, so I might as well just keep going the same direction. Yeah. I mean, but let's face know- it. The rational you and then the you that thinks about things... Right. They don't exactly you, converse a lot. You know lot. what I was thinking about today? How I ma- I've managed to fail upwards in my professional career. <laughs> like I have gotten let go from a job and I find a job that pays better. You know I like, get let go from a job and I find a job that pays better and is closer to home. And then I get let go from a job and I find a job that pays even better closer to home. Yeah. Like I've just I've failed upwards. It's wonderful. Well, <laughs> When you need that little bit of extra cash,
0: just fuck up real
1: bad. Just just fuck it up and be like, all
0: right. <laughs> well, you know, I'm probably in the same boat because I almost didn't even apply for the job that I have right now. Right. And, and really, really like. So.
1: And the dirty little secret is I don't want to be an engineer anymore. I think I've expressed that on the you podcast have. before. You have. Yeah. You want to be a podcaster. Yeah, but I'm terrible at that, too. I wish yeah. I could fail upwards at that. Well, you just need to quit this podcast. I need to get fired from this podcast. What would it take for me to get fired from this podcast?
0: Um, really probably not much. I mean... (laughs) Oh, shit! Oh, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Gay! Pretty much. Yeah, I I mean, don't you have to be paid and, like, hired to get fired?
1: I know, I had this beautiful woman ask me over the we were hanging out she's married so nothing like that but she's like so this podcast how much do you make from that I'm like oh just you wouldn't you wouldn't even know yeah I haven't been able to count at all like what I make in smiles and middle fingers just fuck <laughs> and that's being given to middle finger not a middle finger up my ass or anything
0: right right it's you know I just tell people I can't quantify right. how much I've made because zero or negative numbers are
1: hard to quantify <laughs> Yeah, imaginary numbers. Square roots of, of negative numbers are imaginary. So, And to, uh, to have any sort
0: of improvement we'd have to measure, and we don't know if we've improved or not.
1: It's like I, I, I texted Adam today. I'm like, where are we at with total downloads? Anyway, I, just, I haven't seen the numbers in a while, and it was just crickets. I got nothing back. He's like, we're, yeah, we're, I mean, like I
0: say, actually,
1: they're pretty good. They are, I know. I, I've, are. I've seen a little bit of it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Yeah. I still want to beg for more. Share I haven't said this in a while, but share it with your friends, family, coworkers. If you don't like somebody and you hate the podcast, share it with them. Yeah. Or if you don't like somebody and you just want to waste a bunch of their time. If you want to ruin their day, just blast episode two loudly at their house twenty four seven.
0: Yeah. That's how they're handling al Qaeda right now.
1: They are, as a matter of fact.
0: Yeah. That's why we're number one or number two in Israel.
1: <laughs> and number one in Afghanistan. <laughs>
0: and number one in their hearts.
1: <laughs> but I did I did gain some new subscribers and listeners over the weekend though by because the PNA Podcast Express did sponsor a couple breaks. Now mind you other breaks were sponsored by Preparation H and uh, the Where's the Beef commercial from the 80s from Wendy's. So, so we're in good
0: hands. Oh, definitely. Awesome. That's what I like to hear. I played the
1: Brian Cranston Preparation H commercial which is a classic over the PA system and people were like, "What the shit?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I played the "Where's the Beef," and I also played the Budweiser commercial with the Budweiser frogs. And then, nice. and then I mentioned our podcast about six or seven times enough that three people were paying enough attention to say, "What is it? With the, you have a podcast? What is
0: that? What's that podcast?
1: Uh, what's, where can I listen to that at? What radio station?" I'm like, "It's not on a radio station. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's a what did did podcast." And I say it's the PNA Podcast Express because don't be a a jackass and look up PNA Podcast on YouTube. Which we do need a YouTube presence. We're working on that. What you got for me over there? You love that clip. Mary said you've been playing that over and over again. Every time Andrew starts talking to me about something,
0: (laughs) I play that. Tuscola Palooza. (laughs) I feel all right. It's Saturday night. I've asked her to get us a drop of (laughs) that. (laughs) Tuscola Palooza. He did sound a lot like if Paul Stanley was to say Tuscola Palooza. which He he never would. Um,
1: But maybe he will. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't.
0: Next year, maybe it is the real kiss. Challenge. Well,
1: I'm not talking shit or anything, but they might have just as much energy.
0: At 90 years old. Right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Still, weren't there nine bands? Thank you, Matt Smith, for the comment that that made my heart just very fulfilled.
0: (laughs) He knows. He was
1: there for that. I know. (laughs) He's he's the astute one that picked up on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wonder how long that, that singer, the Paul Stanley... Uh, Standing. wonder how long he practiced oh, saying that in the mirror. Tuscola Palooza! Tuscola Palooza! Because he sounded like Paul Stanley when he said that. He did. That wasn't an accident. That was the highlight of the show. Yeah. That's that why delights. you play it. Yeah, yeah
1: the lights. <laughs> Which I suck at lights.
0: <laughs> I don't know how you managed, but yeah. Not your best... Uh,
1: well, I got the yips the other night because at the, at the softball field, they're like, Hey, Phil, go turn on the lights. And I, I started sweating profusely. I'm like, Oh, no. PTSD with lights. But that's a one and done. And that's just flip a switch. Yeah. yeah that's a one and done. But just sweats rolling down my face and, uh, and arms. Of course, that could be any Saturday night for you. That's true. That's a fair point. That's yeah, valid. Not necessarily anything to do with anything that was going on. Just I just profusely sweat once in a while. Yeah. Which, I know, you know, it is what it is. I know it's the season where I carry a couple extra shirts in my car because, you know, yes. you might pit out some of them. It, it happens.
0: I, uh, I tend to dry fit it
1: a lot. Yeah, no, you're a dry fit so, guy. Yeah. You give, I, I don't ever wear dry fit shirts, and you gave me one. I've just, I should start wearing it. Maybe it'll change my life. It will. It has our podcast logo on it, and it says make good choices. Yeah. I know. It's like the Phil shirt. It's perfect. Yeah. So maybe I should give that a whirl. Maybe, maybe dry fit will change how I feel about it. Dry fit, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it'll turn me into a raisin. I
0: don't know though. You being in a good mood might might ruin the podcast. Oh, you're right.
1: Fuck no. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. No, you should still wear it. Maybe in a a foul mood is kind of the crux of the whole podcast lately, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, no. I don't want to say a foul mood. You've just been. You always start off the podcast so negatively.
1: I don't know, my life sucks.
0: And then by the halfway through the podcast, you're like, "Yeah, this ain't so bad.
1: Yeah, it's not so bad to be Phil.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't. Is, it you works. You
1: know the line I have to repeat to myself, it doesn't suck to be Phil. And that's the whole deal. Rich actually plays, so- yeah, well, I mean, lots of people live a lie. <laughs> At least I know exactly who I am. That is true. That is true. And I get to do cool shit like Tascola Palooza and, uh... <laughs> Yeah, and you know be a pa announcer for a, a small town co-ed softball tournament was
0: there anything at that softball tournament that you went
1: wow the only sports center was here oh man there were a couple of good catches yeah like these people like the one dude like laid flat out and skidded probably 10 feet before the ball landed just perfectly in his glove and i, I said that would have been uh, that's pretty good it was legit but then there was just so many terrible plays, too, that people fucked up. Because these are just, you know, beer-drinking amateurs. Yeah. Although I, I do feel a little bad. I got Jason McConaughey really, really drunk, and he played like shit in the late game, and they lost, so they were out of the tournament. Oh, man. Yeah. But they were playing against the Silver Tavern, that. because here's the thing. Here's where things have shifted up there. Oh, Jason and everybody in the McConaughey's used to play for Silver Tavern's team. What the They hell? broke off this year to their own team. Whoa, what are they called now? SoCo Salute. And they drink SoCo. Yeah, ha, gay. Ha! Gay! That's right. At least drink something classy. Nothing classy about SoCo. No, no. There's not a damn... I mean, it's what high school kids drink because they mix it with Mountain Dew. Remember Dew and SoCo was the yeah. big drink in high school? When you're just getting hammered and worried about MITs, There you go. you you got that... on you got that unlocked, man. That thing's like right there, locked and loaded. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, but I've been evaluating things. Like I really, I've set my life up to do a lot of amazing things, and I don't do any of them. It's weird. I don't know. You, I think you do. But I, I got it. Like the flamethrowers still out there. Like we haven't done any drunken ghost hunters episodes that I've no. pitched that show. That's a fucking great idea. It is drunken ghost hunting and any burning anything is awesome. Right. So you know flamethrower versus whatever and i have done neither of these things because i've been lazy because you know between broadcasting podcasting everything else radio station and actual work and life i've been you know a couple a hundred hours a week or so there's no excuse there's no excuse anymore i feel like i'm just lazy at this point yeah
0: sorry i'm coughing you're fine
1: nobody cares i mean they care about your health but they don't care that you're coughing no, it's not. It's not that thing. No, no, no. It's not that thing, and I guarantee... That's just Adam and his natural habitat. He, he tends to cough every once in a while. But any, any gear grinds you've had? I mean, I think I've aired a few gear grinds without announcing they were gear grinds, but... Fucking pollen. Oh, I know. Your allergies are fucking ridiculous. Oh, they've just been horrible the last year. I'm thankful. I, I don't currently have any known allergies, so...
0: Yeah, I don't know what they are. I'm just allergic to everything. I assume. I I, I assume that too. So, environment doesn't matter. Uh, locale, uh, anything like that. Basically, if I breathe, I'm going to sneeze and cough.
1: Yep. Yep. I've witnessed that before. I don't know any karate kicks to the crotch.
0: I would I would try not drinking beer, No. Oh. but I have a feeling that. That's the wrong procure. avenue. That's the wrong
1: avenue. Yeah. My karate kicks to the crotch are all the, the hot women played in a softball tournament over the weekend, and I'm just like, ooh. Sitting in a booth. Yeah. I did like it when they, I was on the third baseline, and if they get to third base, some of them, and they do that little crouch over as they're watching the action. Yeah. It, it, was, it was wonderful for me. That would be. Yeah. That I enjoyed be. it immensely. I mean, now they know, so next season they probably won't do it if I'm up there in the booth again. But Yeah,
0: they probably just won't play it. That they'll guy's avoid. a
1: pervert. He's looking at my ass right now. Yeah. But, is it, it's but more, isn't I'm it sure a compliment, though? One. Well, of course it is. Right. I mean, it's the, the me too, she asked for it, whatever thing, you know? No, it's uh, not. <laughs> um, I mean, you can't wear tight shorts like that and expect me not to look. I still say that the... Hashtag me too thing. The pound me too. Was poorly poorly thought (laughs) out. (laughs) Not well constructed. Poorly thought out. Pound me too. Yeah. I know somebody's like talking about the the hashtag and I'm like, you mean the pound sign? And they're like, what? Like the pound sign. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. People just aren't bright anymore.
1: It's kind of like it's kind of like when I was working at the container store, the dark container. And not a container store. We actually made, you know, Solo Cups and Ship and Dark Containers. And blah, blah, blah. We had an intern, and he hopped in my car, and I was listening to Run the Jewels. He's like, holy shit, you're an old dude, and you're listening to Run the Jewels. I'm like, yeah, but it's on CD. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> this is like four years ago. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's like, yep, you just lost all credibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, you're listening to hip, great music. Yeah, but it's on CD. It's on my eight track. <laughs> yeah. It's on real. to real buddy. <laughs> Real to what? <laughs> Keeping it real to real. That's a, had to special order, it cost me four hundred dollars.
0: Now it'd be like, oh I listened to it on the YouTube and people be like that that'd be the same equivalent.
1: It's still like you're lame as fuck.
0: Yes. I'm looking something up here, so it's not an awkward silence, it's me typing.
1: Sorry, sir. Doing my best. Keep firing, assholes. Who made that man a gunner? I did, sir. He's my cousin. <laughs> Who is he? He's an asshole, sir. I know that. I love What's this. his name? That is his name, sir. Asshole. Major asshole. Major asshole. And his cousin? He's an asshole, too, sir. Gunners made first class, Philip Asshole. How many assholes, assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? <laughs> Yo! Yo! <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by, by assholes. assholes. Mel Brooks is just awesome. Keep firing, assholes! Mel Brooks is so awesome. I mean, Blazing Saddles is a work of art that would never, ever be made any time in the last 20 years.
0: No. The minute we move in there... No, it... When you play that movie for somebody, and they're just like... You know, first time time I played it with my kids, I'm like, but it was all satirical. It was funny. right? You know, this was... It made light of the fact that there were stupid
1: rednecks. My that favorite that fucking people. drop ever came from that movie when they're dressed up like Klansmen and he's the black dude, the sheriff. Yeah. And he pulls his hood off and he says, where all the white women at? That's my favorite drop. <laughs> where <laughs> all the white women at? Yeah. Like, I say that randomly. You'll, you probably heard me oh, say I've it. Oh, I've heard you say it. Where all the white women at? <laughs> oh, it, it's such a good movie, though. I mean, like, Hold like I Hold on a minute I'll... while I whip this out. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it's Way, way ahead of its time, oh, but yeah. it would never be
1: made in its time. Oh no! Oh man! And of S- course, such Mongo a movie. only pawn in game of life. Mongo only pawn in game of life. <laughs> <laughs> such a great Alex Karras, God bless your soul, and God rest your soul. That was awesome. Punches the horse and knocks him out. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah! <laughs> just just a fantastic movie.
1: Oh. I. Now I want to go back and watch that. We've got to watch Blazing... You know what? We should do a podcast where we just watch Blazing Saddles and commentate on it. Could we do that? That'd be all right, right? Oh, absolutely. Like a Mystery Science Theater podcast yeah. version? Like, if you want us to do that, please email us at PineappleNippleArsoul at gmail.com or PNAPodcastExpress at gmail.com.
0: And if you'd like to see us do it with Steve Gutenberg, Send us money. Start the damn... GoFundMe.
1: I know people start GoFundMe's for the weirdest shit now like for fucking funerals and medical expenses and shit. Like yeah. we're just trying to get Nothing important. Like enough. this is important that we see Steve Gutenberg. Yeah.
0: Most importantly
1: it's important for you. Right. Like you I, know what I might be able to die happy if I could spend the day with my best friend Steve Gutenberg. I was I was explaining to someone at work
0: the other day who who's become a listener and I said they were like so what's with the Steve Gutenberg thing. I'm like Send money, right? I'm like, he's not going to come here for free yet, yet, and, and yet. That, that would just be so cool for us. Is what I told
1: them. You know, the other the other backdoor thing I thought of is maybe just sending a note to his publicist, seeing if he wanted to be on the podcast.
0: You know, I uh, I don't think where when Steve Gutenberg is concerned that it's the only backdoor thing you've thought of. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not wrong, though. (sighs) If Steve Gutenberg wanted to make out with me, I'd probably say yes. What are you going to tell him? No? Yeah, you're not going to say no to Steve Gutenberg. I mean, I'm not going to let him check my oil or anything, but... But, you know, kissing another dude isn't gay. It's not gay in a three-way. That's right. (laughs) You got it. What are you looking up now? Anything good? You over there tippity-tapping away? Me
0: sick. Thank you, sir. I make everybody sick. What are you in for? I'll show
1: you.
0: <laughs> Stop that! Oh, uh, no, sir. No, you know God. him from the iconic Police Academy movie, Three Men and a Baby, Cocoon, the list goes on and on. For Steve Gutenberg, who is in Chicago and joins us. There you go. But well, we wanted to say Steve Gutenberg is in Deckerville. Could you imagine if Steve? I mean, well, I, I told them, I, I, they're like, well, what would you do if you brought Steve
1: Gutenberg in for the day? And I'm like, we would do podcasts. Right. We would just set up a half a day of podcast, half a day of fun, and half a day of Steve Gutenberg, whatever he wants to do. Yeah. So notice I put three halves to a day. Yeah. <laughs> well, math, any, is, math is fundamental. So is math. Um, <laughs> so is math. So, I mean, but any
0: day with Steve Gutenberg would be like three three, halves. Yeah. Yeah. Would be like three halves.
1: You know, we we should see if he wants to wear like the old school horse costume with like two people. One is the head and the front legs, and one is the ass and the back legs. We could let him be the jockey. Oh, he could. Yeah, I'd let. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I'd let Steve Gutenberg ride a, a horse costume that I was sporting. Well, Yeah. So, I'm
0: looking up about uh,
1: the Go Gu- Oh, there is a book called the Gutenberg Bible. The, the Gutenberg one. Bible. We should we should buy a copy of that. Once again, the podcast is going in the hole money wise because I'm buying shit for the podcast. Yeah, people could uh, could help us with that. Somebody asked uh-huh. me about that. They said so, like do you have like equipment? I'm like, yeah, we have all the equipment and we just continue to buy more. And they're like, Oh, well, is it paying for itself? I'm like, um, in smiles and likes, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. In thoughts and prayers and thoughts and send all your thoughts and prayers so we can buy more equipment. I don't want to discuss it right now, but I could just use your prayers. (laughs) Fucking hate that. That's another gear grind. Like, I can't talk about it, but we could really use your prayers. Just, what the fuck am I supposed to pray for? Are you to die a slow and painful death for being a bitch? That's what I do. Yeah.
0: Can't really say right now what's going on. Right. But And then they never update you. And it's never like, all right, those, I'm ready to come clean.
1: Those people are just attention whores. Attention whores.
0: Yeah, no, nobody ever comes... Uh, I, you know, I'm ready to come clean. I just... Uh, uh, my cat, I, had, my, I had a date. I was hoping she... Uh, yeah, my,
1: my cat was really sick and had kidney failure. Yeah, I, Kyle some, Reed in the house, folks. Kyle Reed. Some
0: some chick on there. It's like I had a date tonight. I hope he ate pineapple.
1: That's right. Yeah, to come to Thoughts taste. Thoughts and Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. What's happening, buddy? Oh, another wonderful day. This guy made a mint selling hugs for charity at the Sandusky uh, Thumb Festival beer tent. Really? Yes. We put it on the School of Rock, and yeah. He, he cleaned up For charity It's all for charity Just like Steve Gutenberg, That's for charity I have a number to book him Do it Do it
0: Huh
1: I'm gonna see if I can't get us a discount His laugh's just gonna perpetuate the whole podcast <laughs> Oh shit What's going on here? Chaos. Sounds like, uh, sounds like chaos will ensue. That's all right. I have a feeling we're going to need more than 200 nuggets. What are you doing over here, Phoebe? Are you trying to book I'm Gutenberg? Book Steve Gutenberg. We'll do it. Maybe we can get a discount. Is there a friends and family discount? Is If you're a Costco member, do you get like 10% off? I, I, all you can do is... Uh, if you've ever been to the Blue Oyster, do you get money off? Should I put this in as... No, wait. What's the name of that bar? Was it the Blue Oyster? Yes. Yeah. Do-do-do-do-do-do. You should look up those scenes on YouTube when they're doing the, the bikers all clad in leather. That Back then, of course, it was a joke to be gay, which it's not. But remember the 80s? They were simpler times. I think that kind of harkens back to the Blazing Saddles stuff, too. We'll see
0: if they'll respond to pineapple nipple arsehole.
1: I think you should. Watch. Gutenberg's so hard up right now that he's like, you get an email right away, and it's actually him. Like, it's Steve. I'm here. It's Steve. I'm here. He, Gutenberg's he's probably, not hard up. He's probably like, you guys have pineapple? I'd <laughs> love some pineapple. <laughs> it's in his rider that we have to have eight fresh pineapples. One of them carved into a likeness of Steve wow. Gutenberg. That'd be awesome. I, they have you have to select a region.
0: Could you? And it's only broken down by like North America, South America, Asia, like
1: continents. Not that's weird. Yeah. So if you are carving a pumpkin for Halloween this year, carve a, a Steve Gutenberg pumpkin and send us the like a picture of it, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it and maybe even make it one of our uh, cover arts for a podcast. What do you think? Oh, that'd be fantastic. That's a good idea.
0: It is. It is i'm uh I'm emailing them right now,
1: I know you're working feverishly over here, and I don't have anything to say oh so you got plenty to I'm say. I'm struggling you're doing, doing fine doing, doing fine. great you're doing great uh, man, just this new job's been kicking my ass. My boss is like an enthusiastic guy, and uh it's tough it's tough to deal with because he wants to you know. The number one phrase they say over there is Oh you're drinking directly from the fire hose It's like you know what If people were just a lot more fucking organized and professional Shit would get done in a timely manner Organized Like, And this is coming from me Adam Do you understand the ramifications of that shit Coming from me Like the place needs to be more organized What the fuck If I'm saying that That, that kettle is definitely Black And I'm the pot calling it black that's horrible. But it just is what it is. Adam's over there typing to Steve. You probably you got him on Messenger by now or what? Yeah, we're BFs, uh, BFFs. I knew it. Way to steal my thunder. Just like Eddie always does. Co-host. Co-host. I, I'm, I'm crafting a beautiful email. I will read I it bet. here just a minute. I, it seems very eloquent by what I can see. By the keystrokes that I can see, because I can only see your left hand. But your right hand's doing something magical, I have a feeling. <laughs> you're welcome. That was it. We had to play every time something dipshitty happened for the tournament. That's what i play over the PA is uh, the rock singing, you're welcome. <laughs> or every time I had a smart-ass comment, which is not very often because I'm not very smart. But uh, we do our best. How's everybody doing out there, listeners? Send us some emails, please. Like, I'm dying on the vine over here. Like, left to my own devices here to talk, and I'm the only one talking. It's tough. I mean, I can't carry a show on my own. I've thought about it, and uh, I'm, I'm just not all that funny. I have a lot of things to say. Uh, I have a lot of experience to draw from. But, but we really couldn't do it without listeners like you. And uh, send us your thoughts, and... I mean, I can't talk about it right now, but send us your prayers too. It's just a lot going on. I could really use the support because you can petition the Lord with prayer. Um, that's what the whole principle of the thing is built on that the Lord hears all your prayers, and if he, he hears enough of the same prayers, you're petitioning him to bend his will, which is Godlike, to make something happen. Wow huh? That's insane. If you think about it, petition the Lord with prayer, petition the Lord with prayer, as Jim Morrison says, you cannot petition the Lord with prayer. Well, maybe he's a damn dirty liar. he's dead,
0: I guess he'd know by now, but he shouldn't he's, he's, he' know that his
1: maker already back in nineteen seventy one so
0: all right, so um, this is what I wrote. Go on. hello. We are the P and Podcast Express, a highly rated podcast in the USA and Australia. Australia. <laughs> oh, it's not a lie, actually, in Israel and Australia. Did
1: you really put that in there? I did. Oh, that's beautiful.
0: Uh, we would love to host Steve Gutenberg on our podcast. Please let us know when a time and date would work for Steve. We do not pay for appearances, as we have a long list of celebrities that wish to appear on on the P. Oh, I'm sorry. We have a long list of celebrities. That wished you get the P&A bump. <laughs> Thank you and best wishes. Adam and Phil, the p and Podcast Express.
1: That's beautiful, man. That's the most beautiful thing I've heard in a while. We'll see if they even notice that... Uh... <laughs> we'll just a blip on their... they are like, ooh, Steve's been trying to break into the markets in Israel and Australia.
0: Oh, he's trying to market his new movie, uh, Police Dradel four.
1: <laughs> and Frank to the
0: rescue. So yeah, we'll see how this goes for us. We'll keep you updated. But if you really want this to happen,
1: send money. <laughs> that that's the key to the whole thing. I mean, maybe what if it happens organically? Still send money. I mean we're gonna we we're gonna have to show Gutenberg a good time and that might require some blow and a few other things if we can't afford that shit. No, no. We could get him uh, Well at this point we'll only be able to get him like the 10 Chicken nuggets that's all we'll be able to afford So I, I'm like sorry Steve Best I can do is a Red Bull and free bacon At Subway
0: <laughs> And I'm supplying The bacon
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy Oh A fat person did make my Taco Bell today by the way Really? Yeah So it was good yeah it was great. It was loaded up, although i I, I actually kind of wanted a skinny person to make it because I got to figure out a way to hammer down forty nuggets and 40 where's the rest of, of these beer. people? I kind of thought they'd be here by now. You know they all said they'd arrive about seven thirty because I told them to arrive about seven thirty. okay, so they'll start to filter in here because I kind of want sense because I'm, I'm a little bit selfish, and I kind of wanted it just a podcast back to the roots of just you well, and I for a little bit yeah this has been, this has been well it's been adequate. Yeah, I, you've been great. By the way, you've been great. But well, I I've, 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 I've been horse shit. Quality emails. Yeah, and I've been I've been horse shit. So So thanks for carrying the show once again. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's it's it, it does it goes very noticed by the way cuz that's the number one thing people say to me. They're like, "Fucking hey man, your podcast is good. Adam's great. You kind of dragged the thing down, buddy." Yeah, well, I mean every every
0: every race car's got to have its brakes. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Most
1: blankets at some point are going to get wet.
0: Even a drag car has got to have that big uh, a parachute. parachute that flies out. So I'm the parachute
1: to your drag, drag racer? Well, you're more like an old washer that we chuck out the window. but <laughs> with, with a line to it that you drag down the track with sparks flying everywhere. And exactly. Just chaos. Fucking parts and carnage everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Finish him. Oh, that had reverb to it. That did. That hit the spot. So, yeah. Other than that, what, what's going on in your week? I don't know. Yeah, me either. I I just woke up and it's fucking Monday night, man. I don't know where the fuck I, I've been. I know. it. I, it's absolutely been a crazy freaking week. It's been, you know, I don't have time. My schedule is about as crazy as it's ever been, but it's all good shit. And I'm just trying to get one of these things to pop off, man. Just trying to get one of them. And, yeah. You know, unfortunately, it will probably be the one that doesn't
0: matter. Because being an engineer is such a, uh, well, I know for you it's a drag.
1: But Making six figures a year is tough, dude. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, everybody hates that. Oh, I know. My paycheck shows up and I'm just like, <sighs> sure, I'll take all this money. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with it all. So I spend it on frivolous shit like flamethrowers and podcasts. And chicken nuggets and footlong hot dogs.
0: Meanwhile, I'm over here with no flamethrower.
1: No, hey, we can have joint custody of the flamethrower, so it can be both of ours. How's that sound? I learned how to tune it up. It does need to be tuned up. Like I looked at it, and the uh, uh, as far as the um, the ignition source, totally in the wrong spot. So yeah. I think I think I can I can tune it up, clean it up. And I think we can get a clean shot of rope of 25, 30 foot of flame every time. And also, I did the research, and the ignition system will handle a bigger battery. And I know for a fact, because I was in fuel pumps for a long time, that that fuel pump can handle more voltage. And with more voltage, it becomes more RPMs. And with more RPMs comes a... What kind of a battery does it have in there? So it has a lithium ion, like twelve point seven volts, something right now. But you can they, you can get them in fourteen volts. They're they're mainly a battery for like a radio controlled uh, RC vehicle. So okay, but you can get fourteen volters for it too. And yeah, that'll shoot a flame. I, I did the calculations, and yes, I'm a dork. I'm an I'm an engineer, and you're getting between twenty five to thirty with the twelve volt. You should be able to get about thirty five with the fourteen volt.
0: Well, it depends on what's. It depends on how it's stepping the voltage on the, um, to the battery if it has any type of you know diodes, capacitors, anything like that.
1: Not really. That. I looked at the schematics of it, and no? there's not a lot there. It's pretty much it's pretty much off and on, honestly, for the okay. Cold.
0: So I mean, it, you could go with like a motorcycle battery that would get you like thirteen point seven to fourteen volts, mm-hmm. and that that would be, you know, only only roughly a ten percent increase, but
1: but that, that gets you the extra five feet. Yeah, it should. So it'll be a lot more professional. You know, I'm bummed because I spent a lot of money on this fucking thing, and I've only, like, it sits in my garage doing Oh, the other day, though, (laughs) I let a friend borrow it for the 4th of July, and I pulled it out, and I just randomly, like, turn it on and hit the trigger in my garage. I didn't realize he had left gasoline in it. So a little puff of flame shot across my garage. Thankfully, it didn't light anything on fire. And I thought to myself, you know what, Phil? That's the dumbest thing you've done in a while.
0: Yeah, I had to think about the ignition point of gasoline because, like a genius, I went and got gas for my lawnmower last night. Then got pissed off because my lawnmower did not – the fix that I thought fixed it did not fix it well. Mm-hmm. Um, it has some other electrical wiring issues. Um, so I left the gas in my vehicle and didn't realize it until I can't, got out of work this morning. I'm like, I wonder what the ignition point of gasoline is and am I near it in this car, which I know I'm not. But,
1: but- – Theoretically, you could hit it though in a vehicle if it's say ninety degrees outside. Yeah, you could come very close. Luckily, to the it was flash, only eighty nine and a half to the flash point of gasoline, and your whole vehicle would just go. Pow. Well, could you imagine?
0: Could you imagine if I had like, if it was sitting like in a window where it was just the window was a little uh, had a little curve to it and caused a little bit of uh, sunlight to concentrate on the just set to refract gaspion. down right to it, yeah.
1: Kind of the uh, kind of the uh, magnifying glass on ants effect. Yes, yes, yes. That'd be wonderful. We should do that. We should try it. We need to get an old car. No fucking old car. It's somebody we don't like. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> with with reflective uh, or uh, with refracting mirrors,
1: and or or just set it up so it does it. You know, I mean, build a kaleidoscope right in the middle of it. Point <laughs> that fucker right at it, and go and just plead ignorance after that. Be like, I didn't know what it would do. Yeah. I don't remember my sunroof being concave. What the hell, man? My shit blew up! <laughs> I'm sorry. Wasn't it? It wasn't me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, oh, you know, I'm such an asshole that I fuck people's shit up all the time knowing what's going to happen, but I plead ignorance and say, oh, shit, I had no idea. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, when I see people doing stupid shit, I'm just like... There we go. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> so I parent that way, too, by the way. Whenever I see my kids about to fuck something up, I'm just like, yeah, they'll learn a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of watched the raccoon reach
0: into a uh, outlet the other day, and it, it got zapped a little bit. I, it hasn't tried since. <laughs> it, it learned a lesson, you see.
1: Yes, yes. Very much so. I mean, so. experience is life's best teacher. Yes. <laughs> you can tell somebody shit till you're blue in the face, they don't listen. But I tell you what, piss on that electric fence once, they'll never do it again.
0: No, no. That's all
1: it takes, man.
0: So I'm waiting feverishly for the Tuscola Palooza clip to come through.
1: Oh, don't, okay. To- Isolate a clip.
0: Oh, yeah. Who's doing that, you or Mary? Mary's, Mary. Uh, Mary's doing that for me. Thank you, Mary. We appreciate you. Yes, you make the show better
1: by leaps and bounds. Yeah,
0: doesn't even have to be here; it just makes the show better. Yes, <laughs> we could probably both make it better by not being here.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a
1: lot of truth to that. A lot of truth. I've thought about that a lot. You know the old, uh, the old. Uh, ah, you see, Jimmy Stewart. Ah, it's a life. Ah, you see. Ah, yeah. uh, how, how 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 about that,
0: Mary? How about, I'll, gra- uh, I'll, uh, lasso, uh. I'll lasso that moon and bring it right
1: down here oh. for you. And remember, the, it's a wonderful life. It's a what if he'd never been born, and I've thought about that before, and I'm like, the world might be a better place. There would be less bovisphere. I've done nothing productive with my life. Didn't you ruin bathrooms on Boeing airplanes? I've ruined bathrooms on Boeing airplanes and... The, conference room the, the executive conference room yes so that definitely that altered someone's life i don't know if, if for the better oh you, you say,
0: man, i'll grab that moon and lasso it right i'll bring it down for you
1: yeah. the time i should it in a trash can it changed everybody's perspective i'll fill that trash can right up there for you <laughs> i told somebody that story and they're like no way no way i 'm like it, no, it happened i yeah I shit in a trash can in the executive conference room, and it closed it down like they it was it was a biohazard, little did you know it was one of those mesh trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> it just oozed out the sides ah, game over, Boeing. <laughs> it was it, <laughs> it was like it was like if you if you tried to one of those things that kids have where they push Play-Doh through the little things, but just, it was diamonds of shit just oozing out of the <laughs> side of <it. laughs> Play-Doh style. The Play-Doh pumper. Yeah. Just- so
0: I'm sure that if, if you, years from now, they'll have an interview with a CEO, and they'll be like, you know, we've been a great company. We've had a great run. We're a Fortune 500 company. There was that time, though, in the executive conference room. When it was just filled with shit. And on the floor beside it, too. <laughs> like, there, like some poor soul.
1: And there was a shitty pair of like, whitey tighties just stuck in the middle of it.
0: It did influence. We put a much higher quality of food in our commissary after that.
1: I was wearing boxers at the time, though. Now I wear boxer briefs, but that was my boxer days, so not tighty whiteies. Yeah. But, but were- I had to throw them away. I, just, I said, there's no saving these guys. <laughs>
0: never been a tidy whitey guy myself.
1: When I was younger, I mean, that's yeah, what, when I mean, your when mother bought them for you, you had no other choice. Yeah. And then you got to high school and you realized that there were other more uh, uh, practical underwear choices. Well, and you, and you get to that age, too, when you're like,
0: oh, man, the chicks are going to dig these, not realizing that they're not going to see them for a long time.
1: And they also do not dig them. No. No. <laughs> oh, man, this banana hammock is exactly what I need. Oh, man, she's dressed like a jelly donut. <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah, we're at about that time
1: We are already
0: Yeah, we're at 58 minutes
1: How did you make this go by so quickly? I And I had nothing to it talk about It was the about.
0: email to Steve Gutenberg. It was the it like was, 20 yeah. minutes of silence While I feverishly typed those four lines. You're welcome So Steve, when you get that email And you go and listen to this And it's like Man, I don't want to be a part of that train wreck Let us know
1: Please, either way Yeah, just Dude, even if, even if we get an email directly from Steve Gutenberg, I'm going to count that as a victory. Even somebody that knows Steve that, Or that represents Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Like, if we're in their ear enough that they're like, oh, I got to send these assholes an email. Uh, I've listened to their podcast. What the fuck? And if we get an email that
0: back that says, Dear arseholes, we know we got to them. We know we got to them. <laughs> hook, line, and
1: sinker, baby. Oh, yeah. 45 minute No, that's not so bad. It's not so bad. You no, know, no, I, it ain't bad at all. And I didn't even, I mean, any uh my friends at Dick and Here's Why stories?
0: Um, No, actually, I, I got a call from a friend this weekend. It was a very nice call. Wow. Very non-dickish so call. So a non-dickish call from a friend? Yeah, I didn't know I had those. Which friend was capable of it? I that. Turbo. It was Turbo, huh? I yeah. was going to guess Turbo. You know, that's fucked up. Is he still listening to the podcast? He is. He was actually on his way back from St. Uh, Louis. What up, St. Turbo? Louis, love you, buddy. Yeah. And uh, he was on his way back from St. Louis doing what a young man should do and driving down there for a couple concerts. Nice. And then drove back on his own. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of like you're right here in the car with me. I'm Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: sorry. You know, one of my favorite turbo weekends was when we did the three-on-three up at Caseville up there. Oh, God. With the nine-foot rims, and I failed miserably on a breakaway dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Turbo and Mickey, and yeah, that was awesome.
0: I played in several of those, too, until I realized that I really don't like basketball.
1: Yeah, it sucks.
0: But I did watch Haas, like, sit there and just trash people under the rim. He just stood there. Yeah, of course he would. Drinking a beer. With a beer in one hand and just... Yeah. Uh, and just, just hacking anybody that got near the rim.
1: <laughs> I would expect nothing less of Haas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's a little off-air story I'll tell you with that. I, I certainly look forward to that. So,
1: Man, this, all kinds of random people are showing up here tonight.
0: Randos. Randos. We call them randos in the business.
1: They, randos. They have no idea that there's even a podcast that takes place here. No. These are the people who are like, you have a podcast? Uh-huh. I'm looking at most of them, they wouldn't talk to us. No, they don't. They're attractive women. They're not going to talk to us. Well, we should probably end this. we got to cook some nuggets. My friend's an asshole, and here's why. Jason McConaughey, you win the award this week for just talking mad shit about everybody out there <laughs> playing softball in real time as they're trying to play. He's like, Well, you didn't hit that one worth this shit. And oh, just as I thought, the third baseman fucks it up. And I'm just like, Wow. <laughs>
0: was it over the PA, too? Oh, yeah, it was over the oh, PA. God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, he was on fire! Did you take one of these mics so that you could sit there like a like a Bob Euchre
1: type guy? I did, yeah. Nice. Like, oh hell, nobody's listening anyway. You can't say damn under. Oh hell, nobody's listening anyway. Exactly. Just a little bit outside. I did say that when a pitch was like well, just a little bit outside. man. <laughs> uh. Major League was a good movie. Oh, we could review that one, too. We could. We, we should do a, a spinoff segment of our show of, of PNA Podcast p- Reviews. We could. PNA Podcast Express Reviews or PNA or Pineapple Nipple Reviews or Our Souls Review. I like Our Souls Review. Okay, Our Souls Review this week. Yeah. Our Souls Review this week, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, we're going to need to rewatch that one, though. Okay. Oh, and make notes beforehand. Possibly. It should, ha- it should happen organically, though. We could do space balls, We could do. We could. We should do the first Police Academy movie. I we know. Should we, should we save that for Steve? Could we sit and watch Police Academy with Steve Gutenberg?
0: I'm sure we could.
1: Dude, I would probably. Maybe he'll bring Jones. It'd be like I'm getting free bacon for like a week. That'd be great.
0: That was a terrible.
1: It was, it was okay. It was a solid effort. Yeah. I get a C. Yeah, a C for chlamydia. All right.
0: <laughs> Let's
1: get out of here, folks. Thanks for listening to the PNA Podcast Express. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. Pineapple nipple at gmail.com. Make good choices.